Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, my friends. Happy Tuesday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast. With me, yours truly, him with the hair. Oh, my word. My hair now. I'm starting to comb it backwards. Well, not comb. I don't use a comb, but I'm starting to sort of brush it. Well, I don't even brush it. I move it. Anyway, it's going backwards now. It's, it's, it's sort of finding its own little sort of middle part in flop. It's very bizarre. I might, I might keep growing it until the football season returns. But then, you know, that means I might be growing it for the next five years. No, it'll be a lot sooner than that. Of course it will. Anyway, we've got a big podcast. Enough about my hair. We've got a big podcast coming your way. And it begins with Gerard Ullier. And he can't wait for Liverpool to win the title. This is, of course, with Jim White. Well, not of course. You don't know. I've not told you. It's with Jim White, Natalie Sawyer and Danny Murphy. Let's hope he's got another 30-year wait. They finished too many times second. I mean, uh, so now they really deserve it. I mean, even last year, they finished with 97 points. Had only one defeat. Can you believe what has happened to the game? I mean, how are you adapting to life with no live football, Jared? Because we all miss it. Obviously, there's so many more things important than football at this time. But how much do you miss going to a match? We miss the atmosphere, the adrenaline. We miss everything out of it. And um, not, nothing can replace that. But um, the good thing is, as Danny said, we can have a look back and what was achieved, what we did. You know, you put things into order, maybe because life as it goes, we, we're always rushing practically. Mm. And here we've been given one month or one month and a half to sort of uh, stand still and just analyze, you know, what went right, what went wrong, what how would we do and so on. That's interesting. Time now to check in with the wonderful Lawwoods on The Breakfast Show. This is Freddie Flintoff trying to convince Ali McCoy, or Macca, as only I call him, to go on a reality TV show. So go on now then, out of them reality shows... You've got Strictly, you've got The Jungle, I don't know if The Jump's still going, you've got Big Brother. Which one is Ali McCoy's going to oh. grace us with? The if you jump. had to, you have to do one, Al, hey, you have to do one. Jump. I'd love to see you on Jump. It. You could on, Ali McCoy's for The Jump. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It'd just be a slide, wouldn't it? It'd, be no, it'd just be a what, slide and a fall. It'd be fine at Christmas at the minute with that beard going on. <laughs> Hey, get the sled out, get Rudolph pulling it. Go on, son. By the way, I would need Rudolph and his eight mates to pull me at the moment, Freddie, you never mean that. Cricketers do well on Strictly. I remember Goffey, first series, I went to watch him, I went to the studio. 
I watched Darren Goff do the Caterpillar live on BBC. It was an, it was a sight to behold. <laughs> then you had Ramprakash, he won it. Oh, Michael Vaughan, move like an ironing board. <clears throat> Terrible. Graham Swan. There we go. So it's, it's due a cricketer, but it is, it's definitely, definitely not me. No. However, I did say that about the jungle and I ended up in Australia. Now we can hear from TalkSport's stay-at-home roving reporter. I'm not quite sure. I mean, does he rove about in his house? I mean... Maybe he did this interview in his kitchen. The last one was in his lounge. And the one before that was in the toilet. That probably explains the echo. Anyway, this is James Savundra. And he's been speaking to Arsenal defender Pablo Mari about how he's been getting on during lockdown, looking back at his career and settling in at the Emirates. Of course, he doesn't settle in. He settles in at his house, doesn't he? Just how he gets on it. Such a footballing phrase that. Oh, he's settling in. No, you just turn up at work there. It's not really work, is it, football? I mean... Do two hours in the morning, that's it, you go home. You don't even do that now, you just stay at home. A bit like James Avendra. For you personally, what are you missing most about football? The feeling uh, when you smell the, the grass, you know? I think this is the most important thing. I f- I, I'm missing all the things. I want to yeah to play again as up, but uh, now the most important thing is the life, you know? So I hope everybody at home and do the what the specialist saying to everybody is stay at home, stay safe, stay home, safe life. Absolutely. And have you been in touch with your teammates and Mikel Arteta over the last few weeks? Yes, of course. Uh, we talk every day with the, my other teammates because uh, we need to talk uh, a lot of things. Uh, also, we can discuss what we are doing in the, the quarantine. And also with Mikel, of course, I talk with him, with him maybe one time in a week or two weeks and we watch uh, the games together and uh, we talk about uh, how we can improve like a team, like individuals. So it's nice. And how have you personally settled in at Arsenal and in London as well? It's really nice. I'm really happy here. I think I find a club like a big one, a traditional club, a club like... They like the people who fight with them. And uh, I'm going to try to do my best to get a lot of points, a lot of victories and uh, enjoy with the, with the club, with the fans to go to the, our objectives. No? So I hope at the end of the season, we don't know if we're going to play again or not, but we can find a good solution for me and the club. Time now to check in with Danny Kelly, Sean Custis and Katie Price's ex-husband, although I understand that they are now on talking terms again. So um, apparently, who knows? Who knows where this one will go? Anyway, Simon Jordan, of course, is who I'm talking about. They are discussing pay cuts, not their own, obviously, and deferrals in the Premier League on a show we've called, not me, Press Box. Let's look down the pyramid and say, well, what about the Football League then? What about the £70 million that's going to be lost in the Championship. Who's going to pony that up? Oh, there's some very wealthy people in the Championship as well. They can pony that up as well. Let's go down to League One then and say, OK, what's going to happen in League One? Well, the average club looks like it's going to lose about a £1 million in, in League One. So there's another £25 million coming out of League One and the average club in League Two is going to lose about half a million. So there's another 12. Where do people think this money's going to come from? The argument that ultimately that a football club 
cannot be run as a business. People, you know, don't agree with the furloughing argument. I have a very different opinion on that. I believe that if big businesses can do it, then why shouldn't football be able to do it? But we'll park that one for the time being and say the only place... Gary Neville said something this week about Peter Swan, the Scunthorpe United chairman, suggesting that players shouldn't... By the way, who aren't working are being paid for doing nothing currently, that they should not be paid during this period. bit strong, but I understand his sentiment. Gary Neville came out and said... And he's been entitled to his opinion because he's another club owner. That's disgusting and no other industry would talk about his employees in that fashion. And he's probably right because in every other industry, what would happen is the business would either go bust, it would either go into administration or it would make redundancies, which it can't do in football, or it would bring through pay cuts or it would find an alternative methodology to refinance itself. None of those exist in football because there isn't a queue of people that want to finance football clubs or shareholders that want to put more money in outside of the Premier League and even inside the Premier League. There isn't an ability to make people redundant. The only place you can go to is the ultimate beneficiaries of all of the upside of football, which is the players. And that seems to be the one place that football can't go to. And I find that very challenging. I understand why football players don't want to do it. And this, this new mentality of deferrals is just pushing the can down the road. I think it's a more palatable pill for the players to take. If you convince them to take a deferral, that might turn into a cut. That might be the thinking that's going on. But currently what you've got, Dan, is two clubs, Arsenal and Chelsea, have agreed Chelsea, yeah. to the sum total of £40 million worth of pay cuts. Chelsea have agreed to reduce their salaries by 10% over four months. Oh. And which is 10 million pounds, and Arsenal have agreed to 12 and a half percent. Their wage bill, I believe, is 240 million, so that's 30 million quid. So, currently, the Premier League, as a result of player wages, as a result of player wages, not loss of broadcast revenue, but as a result of predominantly player wages, is going to lose about 300 million quid, and it's got 40 million coming back into the coffers. And until something changes in the mentality of either the unions or the players, or till it actually happens, until one club goes bust in the championship, or one club in the Premier League says, I'm simply not going to pay my wages because I can't, I think we're going to be in this running battle. Adrian and Goffey were in great form this afternoon. I didn't hear the show, I was out in the sun, but that's what he says in front of me. I'm sure they were, they were always in great form, but as I say, I was sunbathing. I mean, there's no excuse, I could have listened on the TalkSport app, but um, if the truth be known, I was listening to Luther Vandross. Anyway... During Darren's book review, he asked Goffey what he knew about the Yorkshire Snipper and what exactly the Yorkshire Snipper is. Johnny Bairstow says, You could sometimes pick a pair of socks out of your bag and discover that someone had cut the toes out of them. We suspected but never conclusively proved that McGrath was the culprit. The Yorkshire Snipper. The Yorkshire Snipper lives on. Nobody knows who the Yorkshire Snipper is. We all have our sus- uh, suspicions, but he has never ever been found to this day. It's the long, longest ongoing saga in world sport. The Yorkshire snipper. If he's ever caught, he's going to be bankrupt because it's going to cost him about <laughs> two million quid in socks he's going to have to buy for every single pair of socks and underpants <laughs> he cut over a two year period. Wow, did it happen to everybody? Obviously, everybody. did he even? Well. Coaches, was it you? managers, direct, directors was it you? of cricket. It happened to director of cricket, coaches, captains, um, anybody. Uh, we, um, it even happened to the um, opposition on one occasion, which was ridiculous <laughs> when you think about that. Um, while you're playing in the game after day one. So, yeah, it, it became quite a serious issue um, in the end. 
But whoever it was had some serious corners to keep doing it, to keep doing it. And then one day, just stopped. Okay, right. These are yes, no's. Was it you? No. Do you think it could have been McGrath? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get really angry when it happened to you? No. <laughs> I just didn't wear socks. <laughs> Time now to head back to Law Woods and the Breakfast Show. Now, of course, I've got a link in front of me, and uh, sometimes producer Tom gets these words muddled. So uh, I don't really know what's coming up in this clip, but I am going to read it word for word. So it says, back to breakfast. Absolutely fine. This is Darren Fletcher on his former Manchester United teammate, Rude Van Nistelrooy. Again, perfect. Saying that if he didn't score and they'd won it, would really anger him. Let's listen in and try and find out what Tom was trying to say, shall we? Rude was brilliant, a great guy in the dressing room as well. I sat beside him, he really looked after me when I first got into the team. I didn't drive for a while, I used to pick me up and be my chauffeur, but I didn't quite see the Rude Venice, the, the, the Henri stuff, but I was aware of so many other things. Like, we'd win 4-0, and he hadn't scored, and he'd come in and he'd throw his boots against the wall, and he'd be slapping his boots down, and he'd be absolutely raging. And everyone else is just like, we just won 4-1, but for him, obviously he was happy the team won, but he was that ruthless of a goal scorer wanted to score every game so it didn't matter the score if we'd won 5-0 4-0 3-0 if he hadn't scored he was absolutely raging and that was his weekend destroyed now a new series on TalkSport up front takes a look at the art of goal scoring speaking to some of the best strikers in the game tonight that's Tuesday night from 7pm old Gary Lineker is in conversation with old but not as old Sam Matterface over the course of an hour they discuss Lineker's career defying goals the pressures of being a top flight striker his biggest disappointments, and that time he took a... Pu- oh, no, he didn't, he didn't include that one. OK. I don't look back on 86 and think, if only. But I do look back on 1990 and think, if only we'd have won that penalty shootout. Or if, if Chris Wall's shot had been quarter of an inch further left, it would have gone in off the post in extra time. And that, that that's and, and I know Bobby Robson's the same. I had the conversation with him. I did a doc with him, and he had the same. It's, I don't think regrets the fight, right word. I think it's the same disappointment, the same if only feeling, and that's the only thing from my whole career really. And you can hear more from Upfront with Gary Lineker tonight from 7 p.m. Now this is Hawksby and Jacobs doing what they do best from 1pm weekdays on TalkSport. Don't ask me to leave it out or turn it up. We're going to be quick five questions based on last week's shows. Uh, Andy, you've you've had the running orders sent to you every day, but you're not going to cheat. I'm looking you in the eye at the moment. You promise you won't cheat? I promise I won't cheat. Okay. See my I'll hands. I won't touch worry. my keyboard. Okay. Uh, what was the name of the show which featured um, Michael Sheen as Chris Tarrant we watched last week? Oh, quiz. Quiz. Well done. That's right. Uh, okay. Another question uh, for you. Uh, we had racing last week from uh, Happy Valley. We also had racing from elsewhere with Rupert Bell. Where? Oh, no, it wasn't Chartin, was it? It was the other one. It was uh, it was the Arnos Pobli. <laughs> Which country? It's only the country, I need. Sweden. Oh, Sweden. Sweden. I thought oh, you yeah, wanted, the, oh, no, no, I thought you wanted the, whole, the actual course. Who told us about his positivity podcast last week? Positive. Uh, Paul McKenna. Paul McKenna, blimey, you're on fire. You've got two more to go. Uh, OK, uh, Mark Burcham joined us. He is locked down currently where? Oh, I know that. Bahamas. 
No, he's left the Bahamas. He's in oh, Tampa. Oh, no, he was in Tampa. Ooh, oh, I got him. And finally, we talked about Italy-Brazil in 1982 at the World Cup. Uh, which club stadium did that game take place in when we did our Sporting Memories session? Espanol. Espanol, well done. Oh, it was yeah. Burgess Tampa question oh, that did for no, you. unlucky. So close. Anyway, uh, thanks for coming this afternoon. We're back tomorrow from one. Have a fine evening. Keep safe. Up next, as always, Goffey and Adrian with Drive. Uh, he didn't get it right and he called himself unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> Back now to drive and Goffey also had his say on cricket and how it's coping during the coronavirus epidemic. And he wasn't very optimistic either. There's no behind closed doors with it because the, it just wouldn't make sense for it. I, I just cannot see a cricket ball being bowled this year. Not one. Wow. I mean, that's that's a massive statement. I mean, you were thinking that maybe 2020, but there's going to be no cricket. How, 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 realistically, do you think they're going to do it behind closed doors? The whole idea of 2020, unless the TV companies say, listen, we're happy to keep, for you to keep the money as long as it's done behind closed doors, uh, because we've got to put some on our, on, on our channels. That's the only possible way. But there's going to be nobody watching. How can people watch? There's going to be social distancing. The season ends in September. The weather's too bad in October. So unless, literally, the best I can see is a behind-closed tournament, possibly end of July, possibly August, but there'll be nobody watching. You're listening to TalkSport Daily. Back now to Woodsy and the Breakfast Show. And this is Mark Clattenburg. And he said that he's hugely in favour of VAR, as refs need all the help they can get, but thinks that in the Premier League it's been implemented incorrectly. Oh, big words for Mr Clattenburg. I've always been at a four because, you know, referees need support massively. I've made many mistakes over the years, which VAR would have certainly have put right. And I think every referee in the, in the world wants it. It's just how it's been implemented, certainly within the Premier League. It's different throughout the world. You know, the Premier League is the best and the fastest league in the world, and they want to protect that that image and that brand. It's just how the VAR goes about implementing to make it better within the Premier League. And one of the big areas this season was the VARs were practically running the, running the matches and making the final decision, and that can't be right. The referee has to make the final call on a recommendation but the final decision should be watched on a, on a monitor at the side of the pitch and the referee makes the final call. And that's what will gain consistency and probably people will accept it more. And of course, last but by no means least, we have Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar with me. Andy Goldstein, Monday at Thursday from 10pm. It was a good old show last night. We uh, we brought back uh, You're the Reason Our Kids Are Ugly. I'd um, be interested if producer Tom, producer of the podcast, Tom puts that one in here. We also had a guy called Roman Harris on the show um, Roman Harris came on to the Midnight Train to Madness a couple of weeks ago and told us about a story where he took a girl home and uh, she was a bit spannered to say the least and uh, after she got out of the car he realised she'd wet herself on the passenger seat anyway while we were talking to him we found out that he's a sort of amateur singer-songwriter and asked him to make a song about the experience that he had and he went yeah okay fine so he made the song and uh, he played it to us and it was fantastic so we said why don't you release it for charity and we'll plug it on the show. Anyway, he came back on the show last night. Hopefully, producer Tom might even put both bits in. Knowing Tom, he'll put something else in. Let's find out, shall we? The next song, Bubba Shot the Jukebox, you said, incredibly, was real. 
And I, I yeah. kept trying to give you clues by going, uh, Bubba, uh. but you actually uh, went real for some reason. Yeah. Why did you say real? Because I, I reckon he, he could shoot the jukebox. Let's find out if he could. Bubba shot the jukebox last night. He said he played a sad song. He made him cry. Went to his truck and got a 45. Bubba shot the jukebox last night. Yep. It's a real song. Would you, would you be... Wow. Bubba shot... Oh, yeah, you've been working on a new song. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's it called? Bubba shot... Get out. But that's it for another podcasty thing. A uh, reminder, you can download uh, previous ones on ACAST, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, ATA, as it's known in the industry. And, of course, I'll be back tonight from 10pm with the second sports bar of the week with old big chops himself, Jason Cundy. That's it. Thanks for listening. Um, have a good day. Keep your distance. Wash your hands. And above all, gang, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.